Welcome everybody back to Rising with Prosperity. I have the opportunity to be able to interview not just the best in the title world, but also a very close friend of mine, Deborah Galley. Yay! Hi everyone. Deb, tell us a little bit about who you are and how long you've been doing this. Okay, well, I am Deborah Galley. I work with my husband, Tim Galley, and we were at First American Title. Uh, we have been in the business for a little over 30 years, and we've been at First American for the last eight or nine years. Wow, so you've been there for, for a while. And yes. you've been doing this for a long, long time. So with that being said, explain what is title insurance, especially for the consumer. I mean, as, as a real estate broker and in this industry, I would assume that most agents would know what it is, but for the consumer, what is title insurance? Mm, so that's an excellent question because actually I don't think most real estate agents do know what it is. And I also think most people in the title insurance industry do not know what it is. So I love to always have the opportunity to explain what title insurance is and to make it simple. So title insurance basically is unlike most insurances. Most insurances cover your future. Car insurance, if you get in a car accident, health insurance if you get ill, life insurance if you were to pass away. Most insurances cover your future. Title insurance is exactly the opposite. Title insurance covers your past, anything that's happened in your past. So for instance, a seller on a home will purchase title insurance to tell the buyer, I'm giving you free and clear title. You never have to worry about the past coming back to haunt you. I am giving you title insurance to protect my past so that the buyer is protected. At the same time, if there's a new lender on the file, the new lender says, well, that's great. I'm glad you're getting title insurance, Mr. Buyer, but I want to protection for my loan as well. So that's why then the buyer purchased what's called a concurrent title policy, and that title policy protects the lender. Wow. I mean, I, I love how you explained it because I feel like it's in very simple terms in order to be able to understand what truly title insurance is. Now, why is it important? Mm, it's important for so many reasons, um, and it's oftentimes questioned. However, throughout the years, I've seen a lot of crazy things happen. I remember even back in the 90s, I, one of my first transactions that I had with a claim was I sat down with an agent, and they had a property that needed to transfer. And the property that they were trying to transfer back in the 60s, evidently, although it had transferred hands about, I don't know, 20 times since then, Back in the 60s on the original transfer, it was within a group of nuns and the nuns were transferring it from one nun to the other. And they kept transferring, 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 but the original transfer was not done correctly. So we had to figure out how to straighten out the entire chain all the way back to the 60s and it was just a fiasco. Another thing that we had recently that happened is an investor client of ours went and purchased a property. Um, he had not seen the inside of the property, but he was pur purchasing it as a flip, so he wasn't necessarily concerned with that. He closed escrow. He showed up at the property with his work truck, and this couple came up to him and said, what are you doing to our house? And he said, well, what are you talking about? I just closed escrow on this property on Friday. And they said, you couldn't have closed escrow on Friday. It's not for sale. So what had happened is somebody had two fake IDs. And they sold him the home under the two fake IDs, had everything notarized and everything by a legitimate escrow, but it was all done by fake ID. So he immediately called me and said, what do I do? So we explained to him kind of through um, how to file a claim for that. And that's where title insurance steps up and, and protects that buyer. Wow. So were they able to reverse it? And I'm just curious to know how it ended. <laughs> 
So title ins- it wound up costing a fortune for the title insurance company because he had two hard money loans on the property. So title had to pay those hard money loans. And then we can try to go after the people that were have awesome. fake IDs, but that's so far, nothing's happened there. But we made our clients correct. We made the lender whole, we made our new buyer whole. And of course the property went back to the sellers, yes. Wow, so it protected the consumers and then the title will go after whoever caused the fraud. Yeah, if at all possible. I had another one, I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half ago where we had a closing and the day before it closed, a family member, because it was a trust, a family member went and filed a lien the day before it closed. Well, we don't show that in our computer that quickly. There's a computer plant date that happens um, and it was a $17,000 judgment. And again, we issued title insurance to protect our insured. So that was another one that now title had to step in and make the client whole. And then we have to go after that person. So it's pretty important. It's it's super important. And thank you for for several examples because it gives people an idea. I mean, a lot of times you think, well, well, I'm going to buy a property or I'm going to sell it. And and of course, we all love to think of the best case scenario, but you never think of the worst case scenario. And that's what title is there for. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't think about the things that can happen. We had another one recently where the prior owner had done some work they hadn't paid for. So now the new buyer came in and there were uh, immediately mechanics liens on the property after they purchased it. So of course they called title and we told them to start the claim process and now we'll we'll deal with it from there as well. So there's there's a lot of times that that title is very very necessary. And does it cover so does it cover the seller and the buyer or does it just cover the seller? Who's covered with with, with So the seller's buying title insurance to protect the buyer because the seller now is done. He goes on and moves on with his life. So yeah. it's the the buyer that now has that protection and then the lender. Okay. All right. Now, are there any like hidden hazards uh, or what would be some hidden hazards that you've seen in reference to the title world or? Mm, You know, a a lot of, um, I feel like these days it's much more difficult than it was, you know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago. But um, some of the things are, for instance, when people transfer title, a lot of times in families, they will transfer title and add their son onto title or grandparents onto title or whatever. Um, And that causes some problems because I had a sweet little couple who they were selling their home. They were in their 80s. They were selling the home. And I think they were supposed to get like $60,000 or something out of their proceeds. And that was the money that they were going to spend the rest of their life on. So they were really excited about closing escrow. Right before we closed, we got what you're, you're familiar with, statement of information. And the son that they added on to title and then took off of title quickly, he was only on title for a short period of time, had three child support liens against him, three of them, in excess of $60,000. So needless to say, they could not sell the house because they did not have the money to pay the son's child support liens. So it's really important that people understand that if you're going to add somebody onto title, you're now taking on all of their baggage as well. Even if you take them off of title, if they're on title even for just an hour, now you've taken on their baggage. They're taking on the liability. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that's, that's a lot of great stories. And, and, and thank you because, it, like I said, it keeps on giving us different ideas. And, and poor couple. Although I think who would be able to survive off of 60000 in California? No, but that's, that's what scary. was so sad. You know, then they wound up with absolutely nothing. Uh, which Because the son was kind of a bit of a deadbeat you know I mean he was back home with parents and had these child support liens and it was that was a sad one for me 
And I think that, I mean, a lot of times people don't realize that even if they're not selling the property, but if they're transferring title, if they're transferring, you know, they're adding somebody to the name of the title. I mean, they can still get title insurance, right? It's not only when you're selling or buying. It's any type of movement that you make, correct? Uh, I would say it's always best to talk to an attorney if you're going to be transferring. It's worth the extra money up front to make sure it's done correctly. Okay. All right. And are there any tips that you could give somebody just to make sure that, you know, to confirm that they're purchasing a property that doesn't have any of these liens or or just, you know, maybe something that can can kind of help them to be a little bit more savvy when it comes to buying or selling. And I think re- most important is just go through an agent and make sure that you get title insurance. There are no shortcuts that wind up good. I have people all the time that call and say, well, I just want to transfer it to a family member. Or I just want to do this or I just want to do that. But you really need to do it right. It's kind of like with taxes, any shortcuts that you do catch up to you. So I would say just always make sure that you do it right. And I would also say make sure that you know how you hold title on your property. Because something that I deal with on a daily basis is probate. And that's because people will take title maybe as a single man or a single woman or they're not holding title as they wish that they would have because they didn't know. So I would say take that extra time to consult somebody like yourself or a real estate attorney and make sure that they're asking those questions. Um, oftentimes people don't remember how they held title. I mean, if you bought a property 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, there's so much that happens in life. And when you're buying a piece of property, you're kind of stressed and under the gun to make a decision anyway. So I say it's a good idea for everybody to maybe give yourself a call or give me a call and ask for a copy of the grant deed on their property. Let's see how you hold title. And then I can even send over this great flyer that I have on, if it's going to come in here. Really. There we go, on vestings and ways to hold title. And that explains how each of the vestings are and what it means to them as a result. I, I just think this is absolutely golden and I wish that I could share this with everybody in the entire state of California. Make sure that you're holding title correctly the way that you choose to hold it. I love that, thank you so much. And so if anybody wants a copy of how they're holding title or the you know the document that you just held up, giving them the options of how they can hold title. I mean, they can of course they can reach out to us at nine zero nine two seven six five five nine four. But also, Deb, give them your contact information in case they would like also like to contact you directly. You know what? If it's okay, if they could give you a contact a call, that would be fantastic. And then you could just shoot me a message, and I can get it. If that would be okay, I'd love for them of to. Of course, of awesome. course. Of course, I love that. Thank you so much. And then one last thing, what is your favorite quote or what book would you recommend? Oh my goodness. Well, I think as far as books, I would always go back to my favorite and that's Think and Grow Rich. I think that Think and Grow Rich is good for everybody of every age, um, no matter what you're doing in life. I think Think and Grow Rich is fabulous. And my favorite quote, which I've drawn on a lot lately because the world seems a little nuts these days, is to always keep your emotions between the lines. The highs and lows are so extreme in our world that I think if you always keep your emotions between the lines, you're you're more in control and not quite so emotional. I love that. Thank you so much. Definitely. I know Think and Grow Rich talks a lot and and it's one of my great books as well. I love reading it. Um, I just think that what goes through the mind affects us so much and obviously impacts our actions and you're absolutely right keeping our emotions in between the lines not always the easiest but the best advice possible (laughs) i think in life it's all about mindset in fact i'll have to send you some information my friend kathy just published a book and it's called the mindset code the mindset code c-o-d-e um and i think it's available on amazon already 
Oh, you know what? I would love to be able to. Yes, I'll check out the book. I would love to be able to talk to her again. And thank you so much, Deb. You are awesome. You're amazing. You, you know, we love you. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Have a successful day and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Take care. And I'm, a, I'm going to end it the way I always do. Prosperity because you deserve it. <laughs>